Far Out Records proudly presents Blind Little Willie Dickerson's Greatest Hits. You'll enjoy 12 unforgettable tunes from Alabama's favorite blind blues man with the itty bitty, <laughs> well, you know his story. You'll get platinum hits such as Carolina Toad. Well, I'm blind as a bat, hung like a Carolina Toad. I'm blind as a bat, hung like a Carolina Toad. songs like the Little Blue Pill Blues. When my wheel is half stuffed, take a Viagra and break it in half. When my wheel is half stuffed, take a Viagra and break it in half. Most men take the whole pill. I'm only two inches, you can do the math. Blind Little Willie Dickerson's greatest hits coming soon from Far Out I Records. Sure got the blues. Just two inches, more than a mouthful. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and to the right of me is the great, fantastic Buck Perez. Hey, Todd. How are we doing? And once again, from Megaboom is Lars Kenseth. Hey. My, here he be. My, hey, there I am. Am I saying that right, Kenseth? Yeah, that's right. That's you right. got it. Yes. It's also pronounced Smith. Oh. Just for future reference. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, right before we got ready to do this show here, my wife pops her head in, and she's like, Todd. You gotta check something out here. <laughs> it sounded like, dire. I know. I'm like, I'm fucked. No matter what, like trying to do the show. The wife comes in, and the great thing about my wife is, she is of Irish descent, and they are a, they're an emotional people. Right. Yes, we are. Fiery, fiery temper. Yes, she's a, it's a fiery Irish broad, <laughs> and my my everything within the first ten minutes of anything happening is the end of the fucking world. It's the shit. After that, everything's fine, and she realizes everything is totally normal. But the first ten minutes of anything was like. Honey, you think I'm gonna go to Seven Eleven? What? You know, it's, <laughs> you're drinking again? No, you're drinking our wages? No. Uh, so she pops her head in and it's like, "Are you recording right now?" I'm like, "No." She goes, "You've got to see something." I'm like, "Oh God!" What did you guys think oh, when no. when she came in with that diary? Sounded like a lot of like uh, it sounded like there might be some sort of water problem. <laughs> that usually is what says like so the the roof is leaking. 
Oh yeah, we've we've the insulation's ruined. I was, it's bad. I was thinking more gas, and I thought oh. your house was going to explode at any minute the ah. way she came in. It was just, uh, it was shocking. It's pretty scary. No, we just had a, a refrigerator problem. But uh, and the funny thing is, as in what? Oh, your, it was the door. Some for some reason, the door in the freezer was open oh. for a long time, and oh. so then everything defrosted and it got weird. But the great thing is, I'm not a not that handy of a dude. Like I'm, a, I'm a pretty handy guy. I'm more more handy than the average guy, but I'm not like a hardcore Bob Vila type, you know? Right. Uh, this, we were in this garage, and this garage is used for recording podcasts. There's no car in here. There's no. <laughs> but the one thing I know about is refrigeration, because I worked as a refrigerator salesman oh, at, for Sears while I was in really? college. Yeah. It's wow. all It's all coming back? Like the years of being yeah. a salesman? <laughs> this is what it, it was for? It's meant, meant to Honey, be. Honey, you need to shut the, the door. Like That's, yeah. all, that's all the shut problem. Shut the door. Yeah. I know door. because I sold refrigerators. Exactly. Because normally, yeah, normally the wife is going to second guess you on everything. But when it comes to refrigeration, my wife steps back, removes her hat, bows, and goes, "I, I take your it's word all, for it." That's it's all the only yours. thing. Yeah, I'm like, well, let me see here, and I start moving around the food in the freezer, and I'm like, we got good air circulation coming out here. I'm feeling it with my. It's about 28 degrees. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, I, know, I know you You played this up. You played this up because this is, like you said, is your one card. This yeah. is all you got. So you're like, oh, shit, let me let me look good. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. let this just Hold go on. away. Yeah. It's it's kind of like if someone's like, oh, my God, I, I, I need a sentimental ending to this event. And I'm like, well, I'm Frank Sinatra. You know, I can, <laughs> you, you want my way? What do you want? You know, I'll, I'll, I'm going to bring the fucking house down. So built it out. I went out there. I belted it out. I did gave a great performance. I looked really serious at the seals in the refrigerator, and I was like, "But I didn't call it the seals. I called it the gasket." The gasket. People mm-hmm. are afraid whenever you bring up a gasket because no one knows what a gasket is really. But right. when, when you go, something wrong with the gasket. Everybody yeah. goes, "No, no, it's gonna burst into flames." Yeah, it sounds like something's gonna explode. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Almost every time you hear gasket, it's typically accompanied with blown, mm-hmm. blown gasket. And that's it, a scary proposition, no matter who you are. No right. one wants their gaskets blown. I once, uh, the joke used to be, of the many refrigeration jokes that we had, <laughs> one of the best- What a was, horrible job. Yeah, <laughs> we, we used to We used to call into the department and have, you know, people would pick up the phone, we'd fuck with the other sales guys, because right. that's, that's all you did all day, really. Mm-hmm. And um, we'd go, um, hi, yeah, I'm having a, a problem with my refrigerator. And the guy would pick up and go, okay, you know, well, well, what's the problem? And we'd always say, I opened it up and it said Zool. <laughs> I've got Zool in my refrigerator. No, that's it was always pretty, pretty well, good. Well. So I'd like to thank everybody. I think Lars for coming back on the show. Sure. Um, real quick, uh, our show's on Stitcher. We never, we haven't brought this up in a long time. It's an app, free app for your phone, and you get the show right on there. It sounds almost as good as the MP3. It's about seventy percent as good, but you can hear us on demand wherever. It's totally free, and you can listen to Mega Boom that Lars is on. Mega Boom Radio that I'm on. And a show. Sounds shocked. Yeah. <laughs> Holy what? shit. Where am I? And uh, what else? And then also, um, I've been kind of helping put together and co-hosting the Brian Whitman podcast at brianwhitman.com. Oh. So you can mm. hear me on those episodes. And by the time this is out, we'll have a new one out where we talk about deaths at Disneyland. And it's kind of funny because I'm, I'm bringing in the type of topics we do for Far Out, but they're, they're becoming a Whitman show. So if you, if you notice a slightly <laughs> mm-hmm. distinct, odd story flavor here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what it. I'm saying. I, I'm saying I'm being uh, slowly replaced here. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, my name is Buck, but my real name is Brian. 
All the and buck chocolates are being taken out of this Whitman sampler. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, exactly. And so slowly but surely, he's working the Whitman in. He's working the Whitman. So just keep it, keep an eye on it, folks. Uh, we've talked on the show before about how people's sexual tastes evolve over time. Sure. Like, you know, now I'm... Uh, Lars, how old are you? 29. 29. Buck is 34, almost 35. Yeah. Believe so, 35 this year. I'm 35 and, you know, I'm married. And so what happens is when you get... As you, you get older, like, much like your taste in food, uh, your taste in music... And sure. There's an evolution. Yeah. And I found a new thing with women that just became attractive to me. Like, it's just... It's just a new flavor I dig in woman. Oh, mm. do you the tell. New, the new thing is acne. Wait, wait what? Mm. Acne. Oh, this is a good thing? Wow. I, well, I was in uh, Laughlin recently with my, with my wife, and there was one of the servers at the buffet, and uh, she had a couple, you know, a little, little bit of, you know, she needed a little bit of proactive. She looked, you know, like Katy Perry in the before photo. You okay, know. sure. I've seen him. A little, little, bit of, little bit of acne on the cheek. Right. And then Not I, feeling her best. No, not at all, <laughs> not at all. And, and and at first, you know, if if I, if I would have been, you know, the age of this girl uh, back in the day, I would have found acne to to not be attractive, right. to be something that kind of reduced a woman's value. You would have shunned her. I would have shunned her. You would have shunned her. But now that I'm a 35 year old man, you realize 35 year old women don't have acne. Oh, so it's like uh, a thing you can't attain in, in at this stage of life. I can't attain it, and it's a symbol of youth. And vibrance. Yeah, that's, <laughs> what that's what I'm saying. It's kind of creepy, that man. That is super creepy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. She is producing more hormones at that age and is more sexually... Because, you I know... I don't think that was... I think it's oily skin. Yeah. No, it's not a hormone. I No. She means she eats too much pizza, Lars. <laughs> now, now, something I still find attractive to this day is back knee. Yeah, you're you're still into back knee. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of a surprising feature. Just like, oh, it nice. is a surprise. Back knee yeah. is surprise. There you go. Surprise. There I remember go. when I was a freshman in college, and uh, I I was in a play with a girl <laughs> who I didn't know it yet, but she had really bad back knee. Mm. She was kind of crazy, so nothing ever happened because it was just kind of like. I don't know. I was young and I was impulsive, but I wasn't that impulsive. Right. And so I'm I decided, not going there. decided to wait on it. And then she was in the next place she was in was like, it was all about her back and her back was just covered in back knee. Ooh. And I remember thinking, wow, this is, this is going to scar me for life. And I'd made a, the right decision, it turned mm. out. Very so. good. So you need to, need to rub down her back. We need to get like the, you know, you have like the sunblock spray. Mm-hmm. You know, you spray it on 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 small white yeah, children. Right. I, I would. You would. You could use that with proactive spray on the back. Like just t- turn just over, honey. Sunscreen, Let's, honey. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. You gotta, Don't even tell her. But yeah. I'm wearing a shirt. We've been inside all day. <laughs> so was it was it weird? Now the funny thing is when you when you uncover something yeah. bizarre with a woman's body the right. first time you interact with them, it makes you a little gun shy on your next sexual interactions with different women because you're like. Am I going to see that again? Am mm. I afraid of what I may encounter on the back of this woman? Right. Yeah. Did I ever- think I, I think a way to 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 solve your new attraction to the to the acne is yeah. to just think of them all as like little penis heads. Oh, just mm. little penis heads and white stuff will plop, uh, pop out of them at any given point in time. Oh God, that's disgusting. It's very unattractive. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Now I'm back to feeling faithful. <laughs> <laughs> but I just realized I was like, you know. Uh, young women have the acne, and now it's 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 kind of cute, you know, in a weird way. I could see that. It is ironic, though, that you spend your whole, you know, uh, single life trying to avoid people with horrible blemishes, and then when you realize, oh, those are endearing in one in certain ways, then yeah, it's kind of creepy. It's creepy. Sorry, 
I was trying to I was trying to work it out in my mind, but it didn't. It no, didn't happen. it didn't work. <laughs> so uh, a couple uh, last uh, a couple days ago on uh, Thursday, I had tickets to see a band called Pulp. I don't know if uh, Buck Buck, you're a Pulp fan. I don't know if Lars has ever. There's sure. a Pulp poster right there. Th- there that. is in the garage. I've never heard of them. Okay, the the big hit, like most, they're never big in America, huge in the UK. Like, they headline the big festivals, and they're sure. like the number three booked on like Coachella this weekend. Nice, they're, nice. They're kind of, if, if you dig like Morrissey and the Smiths, it's like a sexy working class kind of thing like that. But the big hit was Common People that uh, yeah. William Shatner covered. And more people know <laughs> the William Shatner version than the actual. Oh, wow. But it's like this socially conscious, kind of really goofy, funny, sexy music. How about but, Ease and Wiz? Sorted out for Ease and Wiz about taking LSD to rave. Um, Played it at the end of one of our recent shows. But so because of uh, Coachella regulations, when a big band comes to play Coachella, they don't play in L.A., when they come out, because right. they they they're they're like banned from playing in LA. They have to play I've heard on the of that. outskirts. Yeah. So Pulp, who would have, because they never haven't played American like sixteen years, would have you know had a pretty big headlining gig somewhere in LA at the Wiltern or something. But because of the Coachella regulations, they had to play in Pomona. Oh yeah. Oh weird. Which is if you just drive east of LA, once things start getting methy, right, and rural and kind of freaky and weird, and that's on their sign. Methy and rural. Welcome to Pomona. Right. Exactly. It it becomes it's like becomes Breaking Bad esque yeah. off the ten freeway. So it's about an hour fifteen minutes outside of LA. Mm-hmm. So me and announcer Elliot on the show. Uh, me and Elliot go out there to the to the pulp show, and uh, we we got a hotel room because it was like you know what let's. We can get fucked up as we want, and we'll just go to the hotel. Yeah. So anyway, we're, we're, we we go to the show. No, Buck Buck's shaking his head. <laughs> this, sounds, this sounds weird. You know I was going <laughs> to bring this up. You always go on like sideways adventures with almost everyone that's been on this show, right? Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't taken you on one yet, but don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> and it always seems like there's... Yeah, very vague homosexual undertone to like all of them going on. Like I think you went to a Raider game with Oscar, yeah. right? And uh, in between you went wine tasting or something like that before. <laughs> nice. And, and you guys went to a spa or something. I don't know. Oh, we did not go know. to a spa. We went wine going, tasting. I don't know what's going on. And I had a big breakdown. I was like, I'm not drinking Merlot. No. <laughs> but but talk, wait, wait. We went to a Shakespeare fest the time yes, before. Yes, that's what sure, it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Shakespeare. The Renaissance Pleasure Fair. <laughs> no, we went to the Shakespeare Fest in Oregon and then went to an Oakland Raider game the next day, which was, Boy. talk yeah. about yeah. doing both ends of the spectrum of class. We're like an wow. ultra-liberal li- hippieville, like watching uh, Richard IV one night. Yeah. Next morning, Oakland Alameda Coliseum. <laughs> All right, All right so it. back to you and Jarvis Cochran and uh, Elliot uh, getting yeah. it on in Pomona. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also not the most masculine band ever pulled. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, in a Pomona motel. Yeah, so... but no tell. We saw a meth deal as we were walking from the oh, hotel no. to the gig. But anyway, so... I, I let Elliot know. I go, you know, I'm I'm friends with an ex of mine on Facebook, who I dated like a decade ago, and she, she was a beautiful girl. She dumped me. Only woman to have that honor besides my wife. And so me and Elliot are we're at the rooftop bar. You know, Pope's not going on for another half an hour, so we're putting a buzz on. Yeah. We go walking from the rooftop bar down to where our seats are on the floor, and I see my ex. Oh my god. Yeah, I I, I see her there. We had, you know, I. Oh wow! You know, I you know we we had a, a nice relationship years ago, but based on drinking and smoking. All we did is I go to her house and we get wasted on cheap wine and we'd smoke cigarettes and watch TV. Nice. Best relationship I've ever been in. So then I'm, I'm walking down the thing and I, 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 I so go. So I'm sorry, Pope was something you listened to. 
extensively with her as well? I, I think we did. Yeah, yeah we did see, listen to oh, Paul wow. together. So exactly, you were in a very awkward place there, man. I mean, this is some in her memory that's you and her, you and her together. It's something you know, shared. A right. song comes on, you know. Well, there's a, the great thing is one of their big hits is called Disco Two Thousand. Yeah, sure. Which is about people that break up and then meet up like Billy Joel Italian restaurant style and oh. look me up for the year two thousand. Want to be strange? We're fully grown, and I never knew that you get married, and I'm like married. So it was this weird kind of moment. Mm. So I see her uh, walking down the stairs, and. Oh, Todd, wow, you know, and then, you know, we, we engage, and it's awkward, and then the, 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 her fiancé walks up, and he was wow. some guy I used to get high with in Long Beach years ago. He's like, hey, man, how's it going? And you, so know, just, you know him. I knew him. Wow. I, I knew his buddy who died of a heroin overdose, but anyway, well, so oh we, well, way to bring down the show, right? <laughs> so anyway, wow. cut to the chase, you know, I start talking to the fiancé for a moment, I'm like, this is kind of weird, because the guy's probably looking at me going, huh, yeah, so you were with... Her, you know, years ago. You know, I'm waiting for that uncomfortable look, but the guy's just a sweetheart. I'm like, I love this guy. So once I engage with him, my ex grabs my buddy Elliot and just goes, we're going to get a drink. Grabs Elliot and runs off. Like, she doesn't want to talk to me all these years. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen her, you know. Just grabs Elliot and runs off to the bar. And Elliot's like an grabs, uncomfortable guy. Grabs yeah. Elliot. Elliot. And Elliot's kind of nerdy and nervous. Yeah, and so yeah, Elliot's yeah. like... This woman, you know, what, what's going on? Yeah. She's spiriting me away to the rooftop bar, <laughs> and now I'm stuck with the fiance. We're just broing down, having you know a chat. Yeah, it was weird. I didn't know what the fuck to what do. What the fuck? That's so yeah. weird. Yeah, that is very awkward. So then, <laughs> and, and this is a pretty gay concert. You and yeah, I. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys were trying to get <laughs> get your bromance on, and then just bam, what happened? Well, at least you knew this guy too. It wasn't like it wasn't like, oh, here's here's. Selby from Cambridge, and but, you've right. never met him before. How much can you? Here's Pip. Yeah, Pip. How much can you yeah. talk about while they're getting a, a drink? Because that takes a minute at a concert. Yeah, that he, takes a minute to get a drink. So you and him are just like, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. There's at well, some no, points. Yeah. It was a lot. Of, you remember this person? Remember this? Yeah, they're dead. You know, remember this? You know, yeah. it was a lot of that going on. But oh Jesus, a couple of seniors at the VFW. Yeah, for mac and cheese. Long Beach <laughs> in the early 2000s was very, very hard time. People were going for it, but so eventually I go. You know, we should go. Meet them at the bar. Maybe I need a drink too. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. he goes, fine. And then he, he turns to me and he goes, so how do you know Jenny? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I dated her for, you know. Like, she hasn't talked about me incessantly? Right. Yeah, it doesn't, see, that's how he thinks. <laughs> Never brought that's me exactly, up. That's exactly how he thinks. Now, if I was Don't a, feel bad. If I was a great lover or if I had an impact on her life, she'd be like, well, you know, I dated a guy named Todd and I always regretted dumping him, you know. Right. She... He never, she never brought me up. So I was like, oh, well, through these people. And then it was like the most uncomfortable thing because he didn't know we had gone out together. Well, she, doesn't, she doesn't yell my name out during sex. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Honestly, though, you ended up in the best possible scenario because you never get remembered in a nice, fond way to someone who you're currently dating or, or engaged to. It's always like that fucking guy, Todd, he ruined my goddamn life. That that's, son that's of a true. bitch, you know? You are right. It wasn't negative, but my ego needed me to be remembered. So can I ask? And it made Elliot very nervous. You can know? I ask? Did you wear a hat to the show? Yes. No, I showed my bald. You head. showed your baldness. <laughs> That's brave, man. Yeah. That's brave. This guy had a full head of no, fucking I'm, hair too. I'm, I'm just, I'm just giving you props for that because you know what's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know what's up. That took, that took balls because yeah. you knew she was gonna be there. Yeah, and you, you, you could have worn a hat. Of some kind, but I understand, you know, Pulp Show, 
Not the coolest place to be rocking the Raider hat. Yeah, I'm not going to wear a Raider You're hat. You're not going to oh. wear a Raider hat. Although you promoter worn, respects the Raider Nation. Yeah. You might have worn some kind of derby or something, but that's not Todd. No. Todd went. <laughs> Todd was himself. I went head, I went head commando. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. And you you should have <laughs> obviously worn a, a massive toupee, like a 70s era toupee. <laughs> oh, hello, old significant other. Well, And then knock it off and be like, oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! What? Oh no! Oh no! No, 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 no. That would have been awesome. Like yes, when Lauren Green went swimming. <laughs> Oh, what was man. the story with Lauren Green from Battlestar Galactica? Which one was Lauren Green? He was, I mean, the old Battlestar, not the Edward oh, James almost. Old forget him. Yeah, the old, <laughs> the old guy. Pass the prime. And he, I guess, one time he had to jump into water for something, and he jumped and he went down, and then all he saw was the toupee floating on the water, and the whole <laughs> no. crew looked the other way, <laughs> pan away. Yeah, that is hilarious. No, I'm just saying, Todd, that took balls. Yeah, thank you, Buck. No, props. Yeah, I like it. I, you know, here's why I love you, the, Buck. You take me down when I deserve it. Like you're saying, hey, Todd goes on these gay trips with his friends, but you bring me up right. when, when, when I pull all balls move. I noticed the little things, yeah, because, I mean, I don't know. How did it resolve? I'm sorry. She, she finally comes back? Well, they then they said, you know what? We got, we got an area staked out, you know, for, for us to all stand together and watch the show. So I uh, stood behind her. With Elliot and, uh, you know, met the new boyfriend. You know, we just kind of hung out there for a while. Saw some of her old friends I remember from back in the day who didn't really remember me. Because they're probably like, oh, well, no, she never dated a bald guy. You know? <laughs> I thought you died of age. Right. <laughs> I heard you were shipped off. You know? I heard you were in Iraq. Wow. So, yeah, it was it was funny. But anyway, so did you, you guys have any stories? I know that went for quite some time. Do you guys have any stories where you have run into exes and it's been wildly uncomfortable? I've... Uh, yeah, I have a... I, I have one. I worked at a restaurant. Uh, it's about a year or two ago. And um, the girl I dated for a long time. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. Cindy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. She was a... Uh, sweetheart. Yeah, she was awesome. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like every relationship, it, it never ends well with me. No, I'd rather. Yeah, I've learned that about myself, and I've I've learned that that's a bad trait that I have. Yeah, and I, I'm working past that. But uh, I uh, was what delivering and also doing tables, serving barback and stuff like that there. And um, guess what? Her and her, I guess, fiance or whatever is eating in the restaurant. Now, did they know you worked there? I don't think so. No. No. I don't think she's coming to rub it in my face. No. No. Well, I mean, was he rubbing course, the faceable? Like, course. did you look at this guy and go, "He's <laughs> he's taller, more strapping, better hairline than me"? No, no, large bulge. You know, I didn't notice a bulge. No, because that was, was actually a tumor. It wasn't. <laughs> you just looking down at that. It's yeah. Just sad. No, I think he was bald. Oh, I think he was bald. So yeah. you felt good about that? A little better. <laughs> uh, unlike you, yes, yeah. I, I would have worn a Raider hat. I'm sorry, <clears throat> but listen, I was just like, no, I don't want. Any, any shit to go down. I'm going to stay on this side of the restaurant. They're over on that side. No problem, you know? But, uh, of course, I, uh, they don't like me sitting around and watching Jeopardy on the job. Yeah. <laughs> some, sometimes sometimes what I did, what that job was based on. But, uh, yeah, they made me clean some tables, stuff like that. So I'm literally just turning around. I turn around like this, and she's, bam, right there in front oh. of me. And, like, see, I, I at least knew she was there. So, like you, you know, you could plan in your head pretty much Right. What you're going to say, shit like that. But, like, I, I could tell I just totally, like, shocked her. 
Like I was like, oh shit. Yeah, she like shit her pants at that moment. Exactly, like, I wasn't expecting this. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm not prepared for this moment. Can you <laughs> yeah. give me five? Can I pause? You, time out. You said shit your pants. I think she had just come out of the bathroom too as well. Because <laughs> it was all. That's when right you want to get them. Exactly. You yeah, have it the upper was like hand. the very awkwardest <laughs> type thing. Did you wash? <laughs> when they're vulnerable. You should have confronted her while I didn't on hear, the toilet. I didn't hear the sink going. You know, that's just what you opened No, no. But looking back now, yes. Oh, that's hilarious. Looking back now, the uh, the legend's always better. So yes, that's what I said first. But no, I did have a line in my head, and uh, you know, hello, how are you doing? Casualties. That's what's it. Oh, you work here? You know, because I'm wearing. Uh, yeah, like, no shit. Yeah, no. I went. No, uh, I tend to dress like this. Uh, I find I get better service. You know, so I did. I did. I said something like right, that. Yeah. Right. But, you know, it wasn't even like two minutes because she had to get back to, uh, you know, fiance, boyfriend or whoever that was. Much like Elliot. She just ran off, dragged off. Yeah. So at no point did you go over to the table and did she introduce you to the new guy? No. Oh. That did not happen. That didn't. That that would be very awkward. Yeah. Well, but I mean, it's a sign of respect, though. To, uh, let's go. Hey, Emilio, this is Buck. Buck, this is Emilio. Nah, see, I don't have that much. <laughs> Emilio Estevez. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> Emilio. See, I have to, I have to go in and I have to make the new guy fucking you, love see, me. I have that see, need to be I, liked I, I or loved. Really, really. I don't, I don't have that. Yeah, like Lars, wouldn't you feel the same way? Like, oh, why, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to prove myself and maybe socially dominate him or or whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I never really felt that way. I haven't encountered too many exes. Uh, outside of like college like way back when because yeah. it's like every place i've lived has always been so like living in la it's like you're never gonna fucking see anybody again and then like <laughs> right. you know and then moving out from the east coast a few years ago like i don't know after you after i left college that never really happened but when i was in college the thing that happened all the time was i would get and i was i, I went to dartmouth college where now Ooh. now they're like i just realized this week like there's been a big thing about like everybody you know saying oh dartmouth everybody who goes there has a horrible horrible drinking problem and they i was just gonna you, say that you get saddled with debt and a drinking problem while i open a beer oh. right i've been able to conquer my drinking problem but when i was in college i could have died several times drinking and one of the things i would do a lot is like i would get i would just start making out with chicks and apparently like making promises and saying like hey yeah we should totally hang out and mm. and somehow win them over, but I don't wouldn't remember anything about it. Right. But I would be in situations where I'd be at the food court, and I would see someone just staring at me from across the room. Mad dog. Yeah, just yeah. really mad dogging me and making me like just looking right into my soul and saying, "Why the fuck? Right. What? Who the fuck are you? What kind of crazy mind games in this?" And it, it wasn't nothing. And I think they would think that like, oh, he seemed so sober when I talked to him, right? Because he was really good at hiding his his alcohol problem. Yeah. That uh, you know, that I thought that we had a moment or something like that, and then you know, and then I would, I would, but I was it was totally innocent on my half, just based on the fact that I was blackout drunk. Well, you're just you're just swinging around a lot of charm. That's your problem. Maybe you're just you yes. know you're just yes. throwing that shit out there, man. You're like Bill Clinton. You know, you're seducing every right. woman in your path and forgetting about it the next day. It means nothing to you. It's frivolous. Fra the Frank Sinatra of Dartmouth drunks, for sure. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, and then someone would always tip me off. Yeah, that's the that's the chick that you cornered and made out with uh, the other night. So, uh, and you're like, oh, well played. Job. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no place I can I can avoid embarrassment. I'll just stay in my room. I remember uh, Buck and I were at. Um, when I, when, when I went to community college with Buck for a little while, uh, 
we were sitting down in like a commissary at the at the uh, community college, and Buck and I were sitting at a table, and some girl was at a table not far from us. Buck, you do not recall this whatsoever. No, I can tell. No, no, no. This is every, Todd. You got to understand. This is my everyday. Yeah, Buck doesn't know anything. <laughs> this is my everyday. Buck has no concept. And Buck, Buck, Buck turns to me and he kind of motions towards the girl with his head. He goes, "Psycho bitch." And I'm like, "What?" He goes, "Psycho bitch." Psycho bitch. But it was it was great. So even then, I was whispering. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even back then, we diss Buck on the show because he goes like this. And someone was saying, someone. I had mentioned or something on Twitter or mm-hmm. Giovanni had tweeted, hey, you know, Lars, come on the Far Out podcast or right. something. And someone said that there's someone on your show that has a whispering issue. Hmm. Let's see. They said maybe Brent or somebody whispers sometimes on the show and is taking shit for it. And so they said that Buck and them should have a, a whisper off. Whisper off. It, might be, it, it might be Eliana, although... Now that I think about it, Eliana's thing is more she just abstains out of entire conversations just because she has nothing to say. Typically oh. because... <laughs> I sense some animosity. <laughs> there, there's plenty of like... It's no, It's like I'm totally... Uh, I totally get it. It's just funny because Noah or Brent who are... Uh, uh, they're more engaged in the political and um, economic and social spheres of the world and want to talk right. about big issues. And right. when that happens... Eliana just like checks the fuck out and she is not going to talk about it. Turns <laughs> off. Yeah. yeah. And now, then, does she have opinion? She's just not saying it or is she just... I think a lot of times she's just like, this is not a funny thing to do. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? We're not the fucking McLaughlin group. Right. There's no reason we should be She's talking. not with it from the get-go and so... Yeah. Brent, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Wrong! It was yeah. the old Saturday Night Live bit with the McLaughlin group. Wrong! Wrong! Yeah. <laughs> he always has his, his own little answer yeah. because he's a crazy old man. Got an opinion? Email us at show at faroutpodcast.com to stream the show, read talent bios, subscribe through iTunes, and see pictures. Go to faroutpodcast.com. To finish up today's show, um, uh, I think, Lars, because this is your first time in the Far Out Garage, you're mm-hmm. going to have a little bit of a kind of a clear head about this. Buck and I have spent a lot of time in okay. here doing shows. There but- is a gas leak. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, <laughs> you're, you're feeling the fumes as well, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, our last co-host got carbon monoxide last <laughs> oh, time. No. No. Oh, yes. We have this cool bit where we have a car idling right next to us in the garage. The whole and we show. put a hose from the <laughs> tailpipe into the car, and we see who goes out first. Good old-fashioned carbon monoxide out. But we masturbate while we do it. Awesome. So, you know, what I'm doing is, uh, this garage here, I've I've realized that there's no use for this garage, basically, but to do podcasts and my creative shit and to hang out with my buddies. So, you know, we have a little legal add-on in the back where all the gardening supplies and shit you see around you can be stored stored and relocated to. So, I can use this garage for whatever the fuck I like. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and so, you know, it's going to be a podcast studio, maybe soundproof it so I can... Get the band back together. Oh, do you look have at, a band? Look at this. That, that oh, wow. frightens Buck. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm down with it, Tom. What happens is, so I can change this into whatever I want. Wow, I yeah. can have this man cave. Like, I have this canvas of a garage to you paint do. however I like. So what would you do if you could, you know, there, here's, here's a couple ideas I had to get to get the, <laughs> the creative process going. Sure. 
Sure. One of them, it was going to be an Oakland Raiders lair where I was going to just put up Los An- old Los Angeles Raiders shit when yeah. the, the Raiders were here, old-timey 80s Raiders shit around here, and I was going to make it like a Raider barn. Was right. was one idea. Hmm. Another thing was a complete tiki theme, like the tiki room, oh, like that's at, fun. at Disneyland that's with like sure. that's played out. <laughs> what? Is it? And see, aren't do people l- doing that? Do I you mean, like tiki things? Is, is that, that like, a, I do. do. I don't know. I like the tropical. Well, see, the tiki stuff. You know, it's got a got a tropical vibe. It's got an alcoholism vibe. <laughs> it's got a, a certain witch doctor creepy, you know, dark element to it. And I, I don't and I see like that, that vibe. I don't I like see the that. dark vibe. No, I think the witch doctory thing sounds more like Louisiana sort of backwater thing. I'm going like to live and let voodoo. die. Live and let yeah, die. Yeah, yeah, live and let die theme. I'm going to a uh, big fat head of Paul McCartney right over there. <laughs> the truck is going to some bar. It's over in Santa Monica. It's off. It's called Tiki No. T I K I N O. Where is that? It's in a ritzy, like nice place. Because all in of what them, city? Uh, Santa Monica, something like that. Oh, yeah, nice. But it's all like hipsterville. Like, oh, it yeah. seriously is. Yeah, it's pretty hipsterville. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, it's, I don't know. I don't, I'm not digging it. So, you're, you're not feeling it. Okay. Well, I'm not feeling the vibe. Elliot is a huge tiki guy. See, that's, so. that's the thing. I think you guys were talking about it. That's what it was. And it's I'm like, like a visceral reaction. Yeah. yeah. I, don't know, I, don't, I don't get it. No, Maybe. I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, well, it does remind me of the tiki room at Disneyland. I love that. You know, the, I, I tell you, the best time you can ever have at Disneyland, for those of us listening abroad who are going to come out here on vacation she does you go honey get notepad he he says good things that we have to remember for by <laughs> do you know do you love russia <laughs> do you love russia like i do why don't you come to my car we listen to gold tribe and take no. whippets <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is todd's what el camino yeah. yeah, I used El to do Camino whippets years. with a Russian who yeah. was into techno, and we about two thirty we'd go walk into the car. Do you like go tribe? And he'd be like, taking whippet hits in his car. Oh yeah, this is best techno you ever heard. And it would be two thirty in the afternoon on a Wednesday. Be like, what am I doing with my life? And this guy, this Russian guy's in tracksuit, the whole look. Wow, you guys, fat Russian head. You guys in El Camino parking lot with balloons. Yes, in a car, and no one's no one's coming up. Hello, give me the. Do you have the microphone, Mister Perry? But anyway, so um, do you guys have any any ideas about what maybe if if you had this garage? And I'm not saying this in some kind of weird. If you were like me, not a garage. I'm just saying, what would you do (laughs) with the garage? Or what what do you think would be becoming of maybe a podcast studio? Well, what do you do? You want it to be a podcast studio or more like a hangout? I was going to say, if both. The first thing is what soundproof it. Yeah, yeah that's if a you're good gonna idea. studio it up, you gotta you gotta do something like that, right? But I'm thinking thematically. Like, what can I? Because what happens is once I figure out a theme, I can obsess every weekend and do like you know, married guy thing where I'm like shopping at antique things. Maybe yeah. we're, mm. we turn this into the racist memorabilia lounge. <laughs> well, you know, maybe we turn this into you know a mid-century, maybe Stanley Kubrick 2001: A Space Odyssey theme where it's all white in here. We have like magenta oh, nice. chairs and like a howl in the egg corner. Chairs and things. I can do whatever. Gonna, oh, I, I don't know what to do, but I got to find one theme and stick with it. I kind of like the Todd randomness that is going on right now. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny. This funky. does remind me. It, this is... This is what it is. Yeah. This is a, a this is messy pile. And, and and see, you've got what? A piece of artwork right here. Yeah. I've got yeah. some abstract expressionist art. You've got your pulp poster, pulp you love. Yeah. You've got a couch just sitting here for weeks. 
in weeks. It, it hasn't moved. But I'm just trying to get my couch. Yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'll throw out a couple ideas. Here's one. Go to the La Brea Tar Pits. Oh. They keep digging out these uh, wolf skulls. Like oh. They find like 10 wolf skulls a day. They've got to nice. have extras. They've filled like an entire corridor with wolf skulls. Wolf skull the place up. Wolf so it put up. them on the walls and yeah. just like, yeah, and then make and then make it feel like a, a museum. It'll be like the Lobo Lounge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, that sounds Much great. More, yeah, I like that. That lone is a wolf. better vibe than the tiki vibe. Yeah. yeah. Woofs? Yeah. I think my wife. The lone wife, wolf. My, my wife always says, woofs? <laughs> it was wolves. She it's goes, wolves. Woofs? Woofs? <laughs> <laughs> I like identifying things by the song sounds that they Woofs. Make. It's an Moves. automatopoeia. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> Makes a woof sound. Mm. Yiff, as the furries would say. <laughs> uh, so, Buck, do you have any, you know, besides, you know, you like the woof encounter. Yeah. I could also go with this uh, a whale theme and have large, because oh. I'm not very big into whales. No. Like kind I, of later era Guns N' Roses name. thing going on. Oh, <laughs> it, it don't go. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! So I forgot sad. about that. Yeah. Axel, what do you had? Axel on his shoes. Several mistakes. He's like jumping off a boat. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, awesome. No, um, I don't know. Just adding to this place, I would say getting rid of the gardener furniture, shit like that. But I don't know. Um, Doesn't sound like Buck wants to embrace too much change here. I think that no, might I like be startling. This, I like this. Yeah, believe me, it is. <laughs> it takes me a year to buy a dashiki. <laughs> Cause yeah, this place is still growing. Dashiki, maybe go with an African savanna theme. Oh, I can add those fun. big, those can, big African head. No, let's not. Right. Can I add something to the garage? Cause I already like how it is. Okay. I I, I would just like to add something. Okay. Cause I, I show ha- me. If you notice, I have been on the the phone quite a bit. Yeah, yeah I just, just thought you're disinterested in the show. No, it's that's <laughs> not that's not what it is. Um, it's just my grandpa's been texting me. Oh. My grandpa actually knows how to text. He texts you? Yeah, it's crazy. How oh, old is goodness. he? Oh. Uh, well, I don't like to ask old people their age. It's actually my step grandpa, so I don't know. Oh, okay. So you have a very tenuous relationship to him. Well, he's he's a nice guy. I see him. I see him often. He's in town. Can he? Could he stop by? Yeah. Can sure. we stop right now? Can yeah. Stop it. Okay. Yeah. Stop it. No, you don't need to take your headphones. Buck, is this a visual bit? Are you doing another visual bit on it's, the podcast? Gonna be a puppet. Okay, so we we stopped the recording real quick. So Buck could do. Buck just brought in a yeah, six foot tall photo, and we're gonna this this will be the. <laughs> Picture for the show. Okay. We'll, Can we have Lars posing next to him? Yes, we'll have Lars posing next to him. Best it. friends. And it is a large picture of a man with a beret on who looks like he's in World War II. Oh, I think it was World War One. Yeah, World War Two. yeah. This Ro- General Montgomery? Either one. <laughs> no, this is my, uh, like I said, my step-grandpa. This is uh, really? Fred, Fred Morgan, yes. It's a for real, it's a photo? That- it's a for real photo. Oh man. my goodness, it's yeah. amazing. And so this is going to be a permanent addition to the garage, it appears. I would like, I would like it to be, Todd. It's like a life-size <laughs> tinker <laughs> with your permission. Because uh, I, I actually did this up. He had a, you know, sermon. He wasn't too religious, so they had kind of a, you know, just banquet thing at a, an English club. He's English, obviously. Nice, I think yeah. this was taken in, uh, like I said, World War II, sometime around there. I think in Morocco. Oh yeah, Somewhere around there. So yeah. Now, now, did did my wife approve of did when you saw? Because you're you're just you're. <laughs> she was still. <laughs> it's a bold move. You're just bringing a bunch of shit over to my house and storing it here. Evidently, she was. Uh, you're, sh- you're storing it here, Buck. You're not trying to create anything out of this garage. No. It's just you have a small apartment. Yeah. And you have to get rid of it. And you're gonna when you move into your next place, you're gonna take it. I have some storage space. Yeah. 
I need yeah, some. This is storage. <laughs> are you gonna start like? Oh, I got some old Encyclopedia Britannicas. I, I need do, to put in your garage. I do have a lot of VHS tapes that I wouldn't mind offloading <laughs> on you. I've been unloading on me but too. Yeah, I know he wouldn't mind that. I know your fucking gig, but <laughs> just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So you want me to help you move anytime too soon? <laughs> My as goodness. And like I said, I want that couch. All right. Anyway, <laughs> it's well, a trade. It's a fair trade. Exactly. All right, well, there's going to be a photo of this up online at uh, faraltpodcast.com. It's going to be the photo, and it's of a... What's his name? Uh, I'm sorry, it's Fred Morgan. Fred Morgan. Hey, Fred. Yes, Fred Morgan. But like I said, I was inspired by Tupac at Coachella. Right. You know, because this is basically this like... This realism. Bring, it's yeah. kind of bringing it back, you know? All right. But um, also, Tupac um, at Coachella. If we could, you know, secure some kind of hologram for me. Just in case, you know. So right. you wouldn't have to show up to the show? I, I, I'm kind of lazy like Lars. Yes, I'd like, like to not show up sometimes and just have a hologram here for me. <laughs> I only say a certain amount of things if you listen to a show enough. So it's like, you know, how we doing? <laughs> just have a hologram oh, of that. Yeah. Coachella. Yeah, exactly. Well, What's pulse. up, Coachella? Like whenever I say that, you know it's the hologram. Ain't nothing but a gangster well, party. The difference is with Tupac, you can hear him. With Buck, he just whispers. What's up, Coachella? For Buck Perez, <laughs> hey, well. Lars Kenseth at Lars Kenseth from the great Mega Boom Radio. Thanks, Todd. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to thank you guys for coming in, and uh, we'll be back soon at Far Out Podcast. Get your uh, comments up on the site. Such was lullaby Ich sag gute Nacht And I said good night Schon leuchtet ein Stern mm, Yes, I see the light Die Sonne geht schlafen Der Tag ist vorbei When Uncle Satchmo sings his lullaby, Baba da 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 da